Disclaimer, we are not therapists or doctors. What we speak about is from personal experience and outside knowledge from other resources. So if you get any value or something we say resonates with you, amazing. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. We believe in empowered choices. So take what is for you and leave what isn't. Welcome to Leave Room with your hosts, Leisha and Ellie. This space is your safe haven to explore and embody what it means for you to be a woman. We are a community built by women for women, aka you, baby. Join us in these episodes for humorous, intimate conversations that will inspire, educate, and leave you feeling proud to be a woman. Woo! <laughs> Lovely as obviously as one is my partner. We love. I just kept thinking I was gonna end up with a Leo, but my Venus is in Scorpio, so I'm dating a Scorpio. Okay. And I'm gonna put that in here. I'm definitely excited to hear like what's currently going on too because we need that. Let me pull that up. All the transits. <laughs> All right, everybody, you ready to go live? Mm-hmm. Ready. Boop, boop. Oh. Hold it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Hello, Coochie Crew. We are here back live and we have our second guest. I'm saying it was my first because I was just out and sick with food poisoning. We had our first guest, (laughs) but my first guest officially, um, Monica from Noonlit Sage. Hi, Monica. Hello. Hi, so good to be here. Thanks Yo. for joining us. I'm so excited to dive into astrology and dating, astrology and like our own empowerment. And just like so many of us know there's so much crazy going on right now with all of the retrogrades and transits and all the things. But as is um, our typical on leave room, we're going to start with our check-in uh, and we're checking in emotionally, mentally, physically, and sexually. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Lisa, you want to start us off? I always do. I'm like, you feel excited. <laughs> uh, emotionally, I am very neutral and like even keel, which feels so delicious. I just ended my cycle. I, t- I feel like we always say exactly where we're at in our cycle. I'm like last day of my cycle. So my hormones are starting to fluctuate again. And I had a very gentle, lovely time. Um, this last cycle, which was great. It came four days early, which was a surprise <laughs> on the full moon. So probably not that surprising. Um, and then physically I'm a little low energy because I was in a car yesterday for seven hours. And then today was kind of that, like unpacking, settling back into the house. Um, my cancer four or five cancer placements can't stand to just like have clutter. So I had to like get everything nested back into place. So I feel really good about that. And mentally, like, 
on fire. The ideas and downloads have just been like, bam, 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 bam. And I feel like I have the ability to get a ton of stuff done, which feels good. Um, sexually, I'm definitely like end of cycle. My partner just left after spending like so much time together. And I'm like, come home immediately, like right now. Um, usually it's always that like you want what you can't have. Not like mm-hmm. I don't want him and he's there, but you know what I'm saying? I'm like immediately very sad he's gone and that physical closeness. So I'll just be hanging out with myself tonight. <laughs> Cuddling yourself tonight. On my yoni egg. That's where oh, I'm at. I love that. <laughs> I am physically cruising. I'm trying to uh I probably look really weird in the gym today. I'm trying to like work on my foot alignment and my arches. So mm. waiting for that to kick my butt tomorrow. Um emotionally, I feel like I'm I'm coming back up. I like had a little menti bee yesterday in a public mm-hmm. restroom at a, at a restaurant. <laughs> there was just a little uh baby changing station that said change is inevitable. And for some reason I just lost it on the toilet. <laughs> um, so feeling better from yesterday, <laughs> um, mentally feeling a bit more clear and a bit more strong and sexually, I don't know. I'm just, I'm feeling a little, a little spicy, a little kicking it up. I'm, I should be ovulating if not like now, like in the next couple days, um, Leisha's period was early. Mine was like four days late. So I don't know if the gods are trying to realign us right now or what's about to happen, but something like that. Um, I feel like when I see the guy I'm dating, I'm just like, hi, but I'm always like that with him anyway. I'm just like, Ooh, hi, I want to just grab you. Hmm. Monica, how you doing? Well, let's see. Emotionally, I feel like it was pretty rough for me (laughs) considering the whole Venus retrograde right in my Leo Uh, but I've been releasing a lot and feeling clearer with my emotional body. So a lot of density I'd say has been kind of lifted and now I'm just kind of like settling in. So kind of like Leisha, like settling in back to her house, but like my emotional house. So it's kind of nice to be rearranging and just, yeah, setting the stage for the up, (laughs) Um, which which is definitely coming in Uh, mentally, obviously that's connected. So I'd say I'm Honestly, usually during this time of year, I'm all over the place mentally. And this, this year I'm kind of just cruising and I'm not trying to push myself too much. So I've been on the one hand, like super frustrated mentally, because I'm usually so on it with all these ideas and planning. And now I'm actually like a little struggling with that. So I think I'm kind of just like trying to calm and accept and, and be more of an acceptance phase with that. Um, physically I had a great workout this morning. So feeling accomplished and, uh, kind of getting my groove back. So physically, I feel like I'm just kind of in alignment, um, and and happy about the, the new energy in my body that I'm feeling after kind of not working out for a while. And then sexually, uh, I'm kind of in that preparing for ovulation phase. So just kind of, I I would say like using the little spice, (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> word that Ellie had um but not like crazy spice you know like yeah baby spice baby spice baby spice is what I'm gonna go with yeah so that's where I'm at 
Love that. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. It's it's a good way to just like drop in and a connect. It re- I think it reminds the community too, like the women here to connect with themselves and to just be honest, like, and for it to be safe, to be honest, wherever you're at, like that's, ex- that's accepted. It doesn't always have to be, you know, high, um, or yeah. like ready and raring to go. So everything's fucking great all the time. Yeah, know, it's like, awesome. we're excited to be here. <laughs> also, we're just normal people who are recording this podcast and want to have conversations. So yeah, absolutely. every, everyone is every single recording is different. Yeah. Different energy too. This is yeah, true. Yeah. So Leisha, Monica, yeah. <laughs> I know Leisha, you originally know Monica. Did you guys meet at an event? Yeah. Yeah. Let's dive into that. So I only, I I feel like with leave room, we're very careful to like introduce people that like we a respect their work Mm -hmm. and how they show up and are like deeply we are, or have experienced your work before. So I met Monica, I got invited to a new moon. I think it was ceremony when I lived in Arizona, Arizona was a really plentiful time full of like women leadership. There are a lot of women leading a lot of different things. And I, I think this is like a total side note, but I feel like Arizona doesn't know, like y'all don't know how ahead mm. of the game you really are. Cause I'm in Southern California and there are not circles like that as plentiful. And there or you know spirit is just like keeping me blinded from them because this is not my like time to be in those circles I'm very much focused on the fitness industry but from what I can see as far as women collaborating connecting like um especially with like astrology spiritual based backgrounds like that's happening there a lot so when I got invited by my girlfriend Lauren our mutual friend uh, um I was like, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like I need this. I, I feel like I came on a day and I can't quite remember, but I was like really emotional that day. Yeah. Um, and I just remember feeling like vulnerable and raw and I didn't really want to go to an event. And I was like, I'm going to dip out as soon as it's over. And I think I even said that at the end share, like, I'm glad I, I'm, I want to stay. And Monica held really great space, but I am a five one in human design. So the information like I've always looked at astrology as kind of like anecdotal where I'm like, okay, that's, that makes sense. And then the way that she shared what was going on and gave us space to like journal, it was all like this really beautiful flow, but had a nice structure to it where I was like, okay, this is good. And the women in there seemed to have come before. So I was like, oh, this is cool. There's like repeat women coming to this. This is something that I can count on. It happens. Um, and I really liked Monica's energy and she's just very light and bubbly, but as well as like deep, like you can, you can feel that depth. Um, so that's how we met. And then I won a one-on-one reading, which was so awesome and detail oriented. And I still feel like I'm like, we barely scratched the surface, but it was very revealing for where I was at and gave me permission to kind of be like, oh my gosh, okay. So I'm not in a rush to get anything done right now because that's just, it's not right timing. And I know many women who run their businesses alongside their astrological chart. They will do launches um, and it gives this sort of like divine timing. So obviously that's not, we're not here to talk about launching it with your business, but I did ask <laughs> about dating and things like that. So that is 
what I know of Monica. And of course, you can introduce yourself and Noonlet Sage and all of that. Yeah, well, thanks so much for the introduction there and just kind of giving that recap. I I loved having you at group. I love doing our reading together. And, you know, the people I love working with most are the ones that, like you who like really take what the information is and really integrate it, right? And really absorb and want to use that to empower themselves, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of, and we'll go into this perhaps, but like a lot of astrology can be so misunderstood as like this little gateway check way of like, mm -hmm. well, I, I just get a really quick way out of something or um, it, it's like this magical potion I can take and everything gets better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like anything in life. Um, healing is a process, right? And it's just one step. And like you said, there's so much more we could dive into with it. And I work with people on a continuum, right? As we go through these energetic shifts. So for me, I like to say that I'm a holistic therapeutic astrologer in that sense, because I really am able to hold the space in that continuum and really get into those depths, right? That like sometimes mm -hmm. people may not be ready to do. And to be honest, I think that's what I found is that there's people I've done readings with who just want to kind of get a little taste, you know, like get that little spoon at the ice cream bar and just be yeah. like, oh, I just tried the flavor and I'm good. But then there's people who are like, oh, wow, now I got to try all of these and really get yeah. into the depths so I can integrate and learn this. So, you know, I'm available for everyone, right? Whoever, whatever kind of um, readiness you have, I'm here for you. But yeah. the possibilities are very great as far as true integration, true uh, discovery of self and being able to then make more empowered choices moving forward. So yeah, very deep mm. stuff, but I also try to make it lighthearted because I don't want to scare anybody away, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's real talk, you know, and my Aries moon is really honest, but mm. my compassionate side makes it so that I'm not going to use that to like hurt you or try yeah. to say mean things or yeah. leave you kind of feeling like, wow, well, that sucks. Like yeah. that's tough for me. And I don't know what to do with that now. Um, there's always a positive outlook I'm going to share no matter what, but there's definitely astrologers out there who don't do that. And that, mm -hmm. that really, you know, it, it's sad for me, but I also really can't like save everybody from that. Like say, don't go the here, don't go there. Um, yeah. it's also part of people's journey. I've been to people in the healing journey who also weren't of the best light and, I kind of had to work through like, how did that happen? Why did that happen? So in all, I'm so glad that we were connected and that you felt yeah. that resonance and that, you know, you, you got so much out of it. Thank you. Yeah. It's something that has evolved over time that started out in my like early twenties being like, okay, being a Gemini sucks. Cause there's so much hate against Gemini's <laughs> and never having heard of like your big three, I think until maybe like four years ago, but when it started, it seemed to become very popular to talk about like, what are your big three or your top three? And I'm like, mm -hmm. what? And then Ellie and I, when we lived together, like really dove into a lot of reading and I like downloaded the app, the pattern, and that goes even further on the types of patterns that can be showing up via astrology. So yeah. Ellie, when, when did you first start to explore astrology or when did it come on your radar? I went to a liberal arts school. So like <laughs> half or more of the people that I were meeting were like, what's your sun sign? That is <laughs> so wild to me. Being so I don't even <laughs> know when I 
figured it out. I think I got co-star when I was in college. Oh, co-star. I forgot about co-star. Yeah. Which like the readings on there are awful, but it's really great and easy to just like look at your chart. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like, I can, I can feel the cringe behind that. I never like looked at it for advice, but it was really nice to like, oh, everybody's like friending each other. And then some of the girls that were like, I was working with at school were like pulling up other people's charts that they were like friends with. And they were like, oh, no wonder she's a bitch. Oh, like reading wow. each other's charts. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys are awful. But yeah, not, I not really, the, not the ideal right there. Yeah. yeah. Not to pull off the topic, but like, yeah, in 2020, I dove down more human design. But as I did that, and then Leisha and I moved in together, I started to even see some of the like congruencies between things that I was like able to look at in human design. And I would look at somebody, I'm like, do you have a lot of Leo placements? And they're like, yeah, how'd you know? Because <laughs> there's like similarities with things, even though they're completely different. But um yeah, it was, it was very like a slow burn and it was never something I like looked away at, but it's something I've been looking towards a lot more. Um, and I'm really, I would love to just, we're going to dive into like dating and like personal growth, but I think for everybody right now, um, well, for our complete newbies, if you have like a couple sentences you can say about astrology to just like throw that out there for them. And then I would love to just just an overview of what the hell is going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Awesome. I can absolutely do that. So I, I think the, one of the coolest ways I could describe astrology is it is our divine father, mm-hmm. right? When you think of like the earth, it's like, oh, this mother nature, right? And you get into the feminine and, and the sense of, you know, just the feeling of things, right? Like your intuition can guide you into, you know, paths that really do suit you and align you and are better for you versus not, right? It's yeah. always there. And I actually say, always listen to your intuition even more than astrology, right? Like mm-hmm. that's your number one. So whenever I actually work with it myself as an astrologer, I'm always paying attention to the intuition first and then following up with like, hey, let me go check the transit. Oh yeah, see, mm-hmm. I, I knew it, right? Like I was confirming that versus mm-hmm. kind of disregarding my intuition, disregarding my own empowered sense of ability to like decide things on my own and then just yeah. going to the astrology. And I know it's, easy to do that because when we're coming in from a a wounded place with our wounded feminine or or masculine, it's this kind of crutch, like, Ooh, now we can rely on this system over here to tell us what to do. Um, So I really try to help people see that, like, actually astrology is your divine father. And we've had a lot of father wounds here. So I know that like, you know, ultimately to be able to work with astrology, you kind of also have to work through that father wound, meaning, you know, trusting and and listening to something outside of yourself, that's going to be that guide, right? And, and a mm-hmm. protector too, because astrology can show you things and help yeah. you foresee them so that you can make more aligned choices. I'll be honest, I sometimes purposely don't make the aligned choice just so I can grow deeper, right? I'm like, yeah. oh, I know I shouldn't do that because of this trend. I'm thinking of but... one in particular that we chatted on. <laughs> <laughs> so I know multiple you and I have done, Leisha. <laughs> So it's all part of the process, but I love how astrology can just get you back to a grounded place. Even though there's this difficulty or difficult phase in your life, it always gives you that hope that there, that this is temporary and things will shift. So at the end of the day, it's like when you go to your dad and you're like, 
am I going to be all right, dad? Like, yes, honey, yeah. you're going to be fine. And it's, it's been so cool to kind of view it in that lens. Um, oh. so it's as a basis, as a whole astrology, I would say it's like the code to the matrix. Oh. And when you understand that code, you're able to code better, right? You can yeah. create choices based off that understanding versus kind of when I didn't have astrology in my life early on, I, it was just like floating in an ocean and I had no idea where I'm going. Like, oh. what am I doing? Um, what's the purpose here for me? What am I, I, there's so many questions, right? And when, when you're in that state of mind, you, it's, it's harder really to kind of tap into that divine sense of purpose. So yeah, it's, it's been so cool to learn this code, to oh. learn this language of energy expression right? Yeah. So when, when people say like, wow, astrology is super woo woo. When you actually look at it, it's, it's really, it's, it's kind of this logical system, right? You're dividing yeah. energies into certain categories, which they're true, regardless if you really believe in it or not. If I were to talk about astrological concepts without using the terms, you would be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, like I feel things. I sometimes have to pay attention to my body. Sometimes I'm in my mind a lot. And then sometimes I'm, um, what, which one am I missing? <laughs> um, oh, sometimes I'm really energized and sometimes I'm really not. So what I just explained there is literally water, air, earth, and fire, oh, yeah. you know, and then you just break it down into different modes. So yeah. like, I, I love the analogy of starting a race, being in the middle of a race and then ending the race. And, mm. and that's basically your cardinal fixed and mutable energies. So, so we all go through those phases in our lives, right? And now we just have this language to apply it. So if I'm an astrologer and I'm saying these terms left and right and not really explaining what they mean, it's because I know what they represent and it's super easy and a lot faster for me to say, oh yeah, Venus is retrograde and it's squaring Jupiter Taurus <laughs> versus like, yeah. what does that actually mean? Right? So yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's where the like coding comes in, right? It's like, you're getting these oh. shortcut like phrases for these themes that we all basically go through and me having my background in psychology and therapy, that's oh. why it blended so easily for me is because I already studied a lot of these concepts of human yeah. nature, human behavior, how we, you know, come to relationships, but now I just had another framework to use. And that's kind of how I blend it all together. So it takes time. I obviously, you know, didn't have a, a reading. And then the next day was like, a super <laughs> I got it. <laughs> you know, it's like anything. If you really want to learn something, you're going to invest that time. And over the course of time, looking with my chart, seeing the transits, having that just experiential proof of like, wow, this is actually connected. It's, mm. it's happening the way it, it's supposed to in this yeah. uh, system wow, I, I, I can start to trust it more. Right. Yeah. Um, but also seeing that I still have a choice. I can mm, still ignore always. the signals or I can prepare better for myself. So I think I've developed a lot of self care systems that are aside from like compatibility and yeah. uh, forecasting in the future. Will I be rich? Will I have this? Love? <laughs> um, but it's also helped. And we'll talk about that. Like how do you do self-care within relationships? How do you yeah. view relationships from a different lens to where it's no longer you're like projecting and externalizing mm -hmm. and it's more now seeing, oh, this might be stemming from within me. And at different times of the year, I might be 
this way and I shouldn't blame you because mm -hmm. I'm going through something. So um, mm -hmm. I'm excited to chat more about those kinds of ways you can use astrology to really support yourself in the love game <laughs> that we have here in life. That'll be great. That's powerful. I love that you call it a language. I say that it's like a language that, mm -hmm. that you're learning because that's one of my favorite ways to navigate anything I'm learning that's new. I'm like, okay, this is just a new language and I don't entirely understand it. And this is a framework, like it's an energetic signature of what is the overarching theme of the times. And then when you specialize in taking it even more granular, so someone can look at that and say like, okay, I feel like it's always a level of permission to just be like, oh, wow, or I'm not crazy. <laughs> like there really is something going on. And the deeper you go, like I was saying earlier when I had first learned about astrology, hearing I was a Gemini and then reading stuff about Gemini, I was, I was like, outside of communicating, I don't entirely relate to this. Mm -hmm. And then finding out I had a cancer moon, I'm like, well, that explains a lot <laughs> <laughs> because I had always assumed that your sun sign was like your full emanation. Like that's who you are mm. inside and out. That's it. And now I'm realizing that like, even though I say I don't really vibe with certain signs, like there are definitely certain signs that I'm like, it's not my first, like I very much love fire. I just like do. male Pisces. <laughs> Does anyone like male Pisces? I um, mean, you don't. But with that being said, <laughs> I have found that someone like I'll meet other Geminis and I always find it when I meet other Gemini women, I'm always just so intrigued to be like, I don't know your combination code, mm -hmm. like your for your lock, but it's very interesting to pick up. Like I can kind of see how like those things are similar and yet how it is revealing itself through this person uh, is very different. And it gives a lot of permission for individualism um, and who knows what is going on in their chart at the time too. So a lot of space there. And I love that you come from psychology as well and therapy. Mm -hmm. I'm just now remembering that. I thought I was thinking about it as you were talking. I'm like, I hope she says that because I was curious how you came <laughs> to astrology as well. I'm like, I know you didn't just wake up and be like, mm, I know. Oh I'm yeah, no, I, I had years and years of psychology and reading articles and, and going to get my master's in social work. And like, I've always, and that's a lot of my Scorpio rising, like just been curious about my, my inner self, Ooh, right. And understanding mm -hmm. the depths of me. So it was just a very natural progression. I did want to say something to what you said though about like the Gemini's and meeting each other and and really I always say this you are all 12 signs because those are modes of expression and we mm. go through the cycle every year all the time so it'd be like saying well I just don't vibe with fall so I'm not going to do the fall things like you you live through that and you do the fall things you have to you know it's like it's kind of colder. So you should probably put a jacket on. Like you, you're not yeah. just going to ignore the fact that it's like freezing outside. Right. So that to me is like, where a, a bit of the misunderstanding is it's like, these are fire is just energy. Air is how you talk and think really at the end of mm. the day, water is your emotions and, uh, earth is how you process things in this reality, this environment in your body. So mm. we're expressing all these things, but the, the chart is your unique, like 
volume of that. So you're going mm. to have areas where you're like, well, I just want to express water all the time. I want to express mm. my emotions all the time or whatever mm. the combination may be. Um, so that's where, uh, you know, it, it's funny. It all stems with like the sun sign astrology phase and craze, which is not really astrology. It's like, yeah, no, you're way more than that. The other yeah. fun note is when you look at a chart, whatever house your sun sign is in, that house has a ruler, another yeah. zodiac sign that rules it. So what I like to say is yours, every placement you have, but let's just use a sun sign has a flavor to it. So my Leo mm. sun is in my ninth house and that is ruled by Sagittarius. And I mm. have literally like been attracted to a Sagittarius, like at every point in my life. And I've had oh, so many Sagittarius friends. And I was <laughs> hey. like, why is this? And then I'm like, oh, because my son's in the ninth house. And that means I'm actually kind of Sagittarius too. Uh-huh. And, and so when you think of that and that every, you know, Gemini you're going to meet, every Gemini son might have a different focus point of how they're going to use their Gemini energy. So that could also yeah. be just one little layer oh, to yeah. like how yeah, it's different, houses. you know? I we do love the houses. houses. We do forget about the houses. I forget what mine is. I almost think mine's in the first house. I'm like, I want to go look at mine now. I know. Now you're I like, just, okay, we have to check. I, I recently looked up the 12th house because of something that was in there and like randomly those things come up. I don't know. Every now and again. Oh, Uranus. I have Uranus. That's the My Uranus son's in the fifth house. house. I'm a Sagittarius. So Sagittarius Leo. We're the opposites of each other. What's up? Oh, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, as far as uh, do you guys want to go into a little forecast thing? Yeah, like, yeah, let's go into the forecast. What do we need okay. to know to survive right now? <laughs> to survive, well, we had Venus retrograde, and obviously, there's going to be people on here who don't really like. I'm going to give very brief, um, they'll figure it out. They can message you and learn more. Yes. Right. Right. Or follow me on Instagram and, and exactly. see my updates. Um, but generally speaking, we have been in this really tense time over the last couple months and still like in this next month, we're kind of easing off of it, but we're still experiencing kind of some of that. And there's a lot of Leo and Taurus back and forth mm. energies. So I've been really coming to this sense of deeper self-love and respect but through the lens of Taurus. So that was Leo and through the lens of Taurus of like, okay, but how do I invest in myself? And am Mm -hmm. I trying to prove that I'm enough? Right. And I've always had that issue for myself because I don't have anything really in Taurus. And so it's been very healing for me as it's all this transit stuff is opposite my Scorpio rising. So I've experienced like so much deep healing and I continue to have the downloads come through as I purposely chose to say, I am not going to go out and try to date or meet somebody because I know at this time I need to focus on my inner healing and my inner loving relationship with myself. So I think a lot of us have probably in one form or another revisited matters of the heart, matters of loyalty, commitment to self and respect. Like how do you show up every day for yourself so that you can be proud of yourself And when you're in that sense of pride, because you did the hard things, which Taurus likes to do, it likes Mm -hmm. to work hard and ground itself. Mm -hmm. So like when you do those things, now you're integrating Taurus and Leo, right? Because you're not Mm -hmm. saying, well, I'm going to avoid all this like heart energy work. And I'm just going to grind into the, (laughs) into the dirt with like 80 hour work weeks and and not giving myself a break. 
And Taurus ultimately in its feminine does want to take a break. It's, it's ruled Mm -hmm. by Venus. Mm -hmm. So interestingly enough, we've had Venus retrograde in Leo in a square with Jupiter Taurus, which Taurus is ruled by Venus. So a lot of this, like matter of abundance and being able to receive effortlessly because Mm -hmm. a lot of the times when we're we're coming into this work wounded feminine wounded masculine we're trying to prove ourselves and try to uh, accomplish and kind of see here's my trophy i got the thing yeah now i can receive and now i'm worthy of receiving and now i'm valuable it's like actually right now we're just figuring out that we're valuable as we are but it's about how we then um Mm, not not reject ourselves Mm -hmm. so Mm. so a lot of the mind work that we're working through especially with mercury retrograde and virgo right now is how are we not discrediting ourselves before we even try and i've been being mindful of that and being like well I want to like, I immediately have an impulse to go reach out to this person or do this thing. And then suddenly something in my mind goes like, eh, they probably won't respond. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, am I just, did I just reject myself? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even give myself the opportunity, but it's, it is a big Leo theme of like, I grew up as a Leo girl, very shy, very anxious, Mm -hmm. not Leo like at Mm -hmm. all and had panic attacks. Even I have a lot of Virgo in me, so that makes sense too. Um, but I had to push myself and work through that sense of like fear. So mm. ultimately fire signs, they, they get this rap for like being super cocky and like energetic, but that's one side of the spectrum. And the other is I'm going to isolate. I'm going to withdraw because I'm also afraid mm-hmm. of not receiving your approval. So, um, that was me. That was, I was on that side. Oh, I 100% resonate with that as a fire sign. (laughs) Yeah. So, and so in this time, right. Like I purposely knew as retrograde means to go inward and reflect, I was like, okay, I'm not going to expect myself to be super energized, super extra. I said, I'm going to allow myself this internal time right now to, to be sitting with myself and not have distractions. And by not having these distractions, I'm not rejecting myself, right? Mm-hmm. So that when we're externalizing the validation, which Leo can do, it's like, Ooh, give me attention. Give me attention. Give me attention. Mm-hmm. I need to give myself attention. Yeah. And it's hard. It's like, you're being the parent to yourself right now. So it's a lot of inner child healing we're going through. Um, that's, that's the first thing. The second thing that I want to mention is retrograde season happens every year, no matter what. So I know a lot of people see a lot of things like, oh no, it's Mercury retrograde. Oh no, it's Venus retrograde. Yeah. Ultimately half the time, our energy should slow down. We need to take a break. We need to pause. We need to make mm-hmm. sure we're not missing our exit. And if we're going hundred mm-hmm. miles an hour, chances are you're probably going to miss that exit that was meant for you because you were thinking that like you knew the direction you were supposed to go in and you didn't give yourself a chance to slow down and and reflect and reassess and say, actually, I should go this way. And so when you work with that energy, which is what we're in right now, because like there was a post that said like, oh, there's seven planets retrograde. Well, now six, (laughs) but um, no, now it's back to seven. So see, it's like these little things kind of really at the end of the day, don't make a big deal. What all you need to know is it's okay to not try to externalize your validation right now to externalize your feeling good about yourself. And Mm. it's actually very in alignment to say no to things and to kind of get back to yourself. Um, 
which mm -hmm. when you do that, then when it kind of shifts and it moves, the energy moves through, you'll find so much more strength and power because you were able to do that hard thing for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. And then your vibration raises, your frequency raises, and then you attract that kind of uh, the actual thing you're really wanting and hoping for. Delayed mm. gratification. <laughs> yeah. So many threads there. And I know yeah. Ellie and I have literally been having like almost exact conversations of these themes without knowing like maybe even just today I'm like trying to go I was wanting I was like fully listening and then the the threads that I was like oh yeah that came up mm -hmm. like the hard work one I I have my Venus is in Taurus so I'm just like for me commitment has been on the table big time not just in relationships but like commitment what does the word mean to me what does mm -hmm. discipline look like I also have tons of Capricorn. So I'm just like, it's one of those times where I felt bringing in clarity around that and grounding it, but also like not forcing like uh, just today, I recognized I, I have this deep desire to move to a specific city. And I know that now is not the time even though the desire is present, like that feels like wisdom for once because I can force things into fruition. Like I, I'm like, my exit might be up here and I have had the habit of jumping off like five exits before and getting lost in the side streets, trying to find my way instead of just like taking the direct route because I just want to get there because the desire presented itself. And I'm like, I want it now. Like uh, Willy Wonka, what's her name? <laughs> Oh, Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'll force the universe to my will. And I'm not really sure where that comes from. But anyways, getting getting that feeling and just having that space to say it is happening. And when it does, I will be the woman capable of handling mm. that experience. Whereas, you know, it took a lot of falling on my face to kind of get to that that space and time and trusting when when it's like that discernment and I really love how you shared trusting your intuition mm -hmm. and giving yourself that opportunity to kind of parallel it with the what's what's happening in astrology at the same exact time absolutely you, you have to have both really to to feel the strength of like every step you take being mm -hmm. very aligned for yourself knowing that there's uh, actually, it's so funny. I, I pulled this card today um, and it's like, there's the I staircase, right? Yeah. So you take it step by step, but you know that, that the goal is right there. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, it, it's so hard to have that delayed gratification, but ultimately like Taurus, Venus and Taurus, like it's about the long-term game. It's about how do I stay committed and decide that this is going to be for a long time. You know, that's the difference between like a fixed energy and mutable. Mutables very go with the flow. So when you describe like, oh, I'll just get off this exit, some people actually thrive with that, right? Because they're very adjustable and they have a lot more energies like that. But we're in a time right now where we're being kind of forced to develop our ability to root into something that we really stand for. Hey babes, join us back here next week when we upload part two of our conversation with Monica from Sage. This woman has so much information to share on astrology, you're not going to want to miss this.